0: Hello everybody and welcome. Hello everybody and welcome to this session of June skies with Donna, the astronomer. I'm going to talk about what's in the sky this June. We're coming up to the long weekend, and with some COVID restrictions, I'm allowed to go out and to show people the skies. But we're going to have some more virtual stargazing coming up, and we're going to also do a session coming up soon on iphone astrophotography and we'll have a little practice session where we'll run through it inside and then i'll send you all outside to take some pictures using your iphone or your um other smartphone and then come back in and share the pictures um let me know if you're interested in that because i think it'll be a load of fun oh sorry about that i'm moving around a bit because my chair moved okay so lots of things happening this month this weekend is, the long, is um, the long weekend here in New South Wales, and it's also the full moon, of course. It seems to go together. So we've got a bit of a, um, on um, Saturday at, five, at 12 minutes past five in the morning is the actual time of the full moon, for those who like that sort of information. But it does mean that the sky is going to be very, very bright for the next few nights through, probably until Monday night. Um, early Monday night, it'll be quite good because the moon, um, as you know, comes up about um, 56 or so minutes later, which makes it really, really good if you wanna go stargazing. So unfortunately, not the best time for stargazing, but we'll still have loads and loads of fun this weekend. So on Wednesday, which is today, the moon is actually, was at 1336, it was at Perigee, which is its closest point to us, making it a mere 364,400 kilometers away. Now, at the end, on the 15th, the moon will be at apogee, which means it's at its furthest point from us. So it's 404,600 kilometres. And then later this month, its perigee is 369,000. So we have two points of the month where it's close to us and two points when it's further away. And this is because the orbit of the moon is not elliptical. I'm going to be doing a session with my very lovely young helpers um, that I've hijacked to talk about about why we don't see the other side of the moon and about eclipses and all sorts of things um on the weekend so i'll be putting that up early next week to talk about that but let's go from here so the moon's at perigee tonight which means it's it's furthest away from us and for most of you you won't even notice the difference how you can tell the difference when the moon's at perigee or apogee or when we have the so-called super moons or mini moons is by going out each month and photographing the full moon with the const- with the same background and then putting them together across the year and then you will see when they're close to us and fall away. So it's a good exercise if you have clear skies and a good um, eastern horizon for the full moon. It's a bit of a challenge for you. It's a long-term challenge, but see how you go. And you can, in photographs and by measuring it, you can see the difference. The, the, sun, the moon's a little bit brighter, but for most of us, we can't really pick it. Okay, so tomorrow, Venus, 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 Venus is at inferior conjunction, which means we can't actually see it at the moment, it's um, between us and the sun, Um, and it's sort of doing the shift from becoming the evening star, where it's been, to becoming the morning star, and Mercury is at its highest point at the moment, um, at its maximum elongation, which is 24 degrees east, and you can see it just after the sun sets in the western sky. So at the moment, when you're looking to the west after sunset, you'll see three stars standing in a row, one, two, three, like that, um, which is Orion's belt or the base of the saucepan. And that basically is Orion on that side. If you look to the east is the scorpion, which looks, which other than the Southern Cross is to me, the only constellation that looks like what it's supposed to represent. And it's in the eastern sky. So when you're looking at Orion and the three stars there, to the yeah, this is going to be fun. We're, we're talking about when you're standing there looking, Orion's in front of you. When you're looking there on your right-hand side, she says she's got to look to see which hand her ring's on. Um, on the right-hand side, um, just across, you will find Mercury. Um, and the Mercury just doesn't twinkle. You'll see the great big red star Betelgeuse, which is very twinkly at the moment, in the orange sky, it's sort of come back almost to its normal brightness. So as I said, full moon on Saturday. I'm talking about the planets. Then um, the moon reaches its highest southern point on Monday. And if you're looking in this in the, um, the sky, Jupiter will be basically about a couple of degrees, about basically four moons away from four moon widths away from it in the um in the sky. So morning planets at the moment are Venus. Um, so it reaches its conjunction, and then rapidly we're going to see it becoming visible mid-month, just north of Aldebaran which is the eye of Taurus the Bull in the morning sky. And then it'll start moving again. So we'll have to wait till the middle of the month in the morning sky to see Venus. Mercury is best at the beginning of the month. It sets at about 6.30, so you do wanna try and grab it early. Um, we're showing it basically as people are arriving at the moment at our shows because we don't want them to miss it. Jupiter's rising at around 7.30 and Saturn at around eight. Now these are a bit of a challenge early, early in the, early in the piece because they're close to the horizon so best times to go and see them is a couple of hours after that when they're a little bit higher in the sky um, and a little bit away from um, any of the burning off or anything else that might be happening in your area we've got a lot of burning off happening and so down low everything looks like a disco star even if it's a planet mars is in aquarius moving to pisces this month and it's going to get a bit brighter because it's coming to opposition later but it's not visible to us in the evening sky because it doesn't rise till eleven thirty, 30. but my two favorite planets are back in the sky and that's going to make my winter shows fun i love winter i love june because the nights are long um, and i remember when i was actually doing research astronomy working um full time up at the observatory at the big observatory um, and i always seemed to score um what my stars were visible at this time of the year so i was always on on the long nights so coming through the month there's also a kind of very vague penumbra eclipse um, as the moon sets on um, Saturday, on, on the night of the full moon. Um, and all that means is the moon will appear a little bit. It's not really thing um, make a big deal about. The moon will just be a little bit dimmer. So we're going to have a bit of fun. Let's see what else is happening this month. On the 11th of the month, totally, I'm, I'm just full of trivia this time. Um, it's the earliest sunset for the year. So the sun sets at the earliest time on the 11th. Now, on the 21st, of course, is saltus, which is the shortest day of the year for us. It's our winter solstice. of course, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's their longest day and it's their summer solstice. And it's also when the sun is at its furthest northerly point. And this is where, if you're along the Tropic of Cancer, you can actually see the Southern Cross, on one side, and you can see, just sitting right above the horizon on one side, I saw this last year. Anyone who was on the Sea Princess with me last year, we saw this, it was incredible. The Southern Cross on one side, um, and on the other side was Polaris the, um, in the Dipper. Um, and for me, that was incredible. I'd not seen it before, being a Southern Hemisphere girl and a country girl. I'd never ever seen it, and I thought that was so cool, and it happens um, because at this time is when everything is at, the sun's at its furthest north. Okay, lots and lots to see this month. Um, as I said, scorpions, my absolute favorite. You've got three red stars, basically just after sunset at the moment, starting with Antares, the heart of the scorpion in the east, moving around towards the north, you have Arcturus, which really, in, um, if you've got a little bit of atmosphere effect, looks amazing like a disco star, and around to Betelgeuse in Orion. Overhead at the moment you've got Corvus the crow and of course, this is the best time to see the Southern Cross in Emu. So the Southern Cross obviously is in the south. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and as it's rising, it's much higher in the sky at the moment. The pointers are below it, the two pointer stars. So just below the Southern Cross which sits like a kite, kind of in this shape. The stars are like that. Underneath here is where the Emu's head is. It's called the Colsac Nebula. You are going to have to see it when there's no moon the neck of the emus goes through the two pointer stars and his body goes through the scorpion. And as the night goes on, you'll see the scorpion rise and by the morning time, you can see him diamond bombing towards the horizon. So lots and lots to see and do. Great, great month as I said, the planets are incredible. Um, if you you like me, you like planets. I like some of the other things that are in the sky happening, but when I'm showing people, there is nothing to be looking at. Let's realistic there's nothing to look beaten looking at Saturn. So that's the sky this month. Lots to see and do. We'll do a couple of other things. Um I am doing some virtual stargazing, which I learned how to do during COVID, and they're great fun. Basically, wherever you are, you can book in for one of my stargazing sessions. And basically, I'll talk you through the sky, I'll tell you stories. Um and the cool thing is it doesn't matter as long as you're on the east coast of Australia or if you're somewhere else, you tell me. The sky is very much the same. So for now until later. That's the skies in June. Have a great, have a great day or great night, and um, thanks for listening in.